Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we come together and talk about movies, TV shows, and streaming services. I'm your host, Kevin Coelho. To my immediate right, we have one Joey, the movie bros herself. To your right, my left, you've got Tim. Two bros, one Joe. No. What? It's not the worst thing. I don't. I don't like it either. <laughs> you introduced her as the movie bros herself. Yeah, two bros. Two. Okay, sure. Two bros. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> we are stream live normally on Friday at around eleven thirty a.m. on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have time to watch us live, that's okay. You can catch us on video on demand on YouTube and Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't want to look at our faces, that's fine. You could uh, go to your favorite s- podcast streaming services and check us out there. If and imagine we... we look pretty, yeah, very pretty. <laughs> yes, thank Just you. Just listen to us, but yeah. but see Brad Pitt. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, if you want to help support us, you can go to kind of uh, funny. Do- no, patreon.com slash kind of funny. And support at whatever tier you want. If you do the bronze tier, you can help answer some of our questions, like what your favorite Thanksgiving movie is. Oh, shit. That was last week's prompt. I can't wait for the answers. Favorite Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, there's not many. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, <laughs> okay, we got uh, Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh, that's it. I got one more, but I'm sure. Uh, I, I would assume well, mine is in let's the wait, list. Let's, let's wait. wait. Let's wait. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's do a little quick housekeeping. Uh, Extra Life is still happening. Joey? It is. If you go to signupschedule.com slash kindoffunny, you can sign up to be hosted this weekend if you're doing your Extra Life stream. So do that. Come watch this weekend. It'll be really fun. We'll be hanging out. We're giving people two-hour time blocks this week, which is very weekend, which is very exciting. Uh, So come hang out. The Patreon producer for this month is Al Tribesman. The Predator himself. Back at it like a bad house. I can't roll my tongue. I can't make the noise. It's very upsetting. Thank you. Uh, this show is brought to you by our sponsors, Upstart, Manscaped, and Me Undies. But now let's talk about what we watched this week. Joster, you watch anything good this week? I did. I am now, again, caught up on The Good Place, because I feel like I say this every other yeah. week. Um, it's still really good. I hate talking about TV shows, because I feel like I can't talk about specifics, because then yeah. it spoils it for people. Is the season going the way you'd hoped? or uh, is it- It's going in a... I never quite know what they're going to do, because yeah. I feel like each season is a little bit different. What I do like about The Good Place that I feel like I've nailed about this season is I like the way that they make the characters play different versions of themselves. So it always feels a little bit new and fresh. Because um, when you're with four seasons, it's like, oh, are we going to... Yeah. The basic thing is that they are rebooting um, this one little town. But they make them play different versions so it feels fresh and then sometimes they make other characters play themselves different the other characters in their same body and it's really cool i really liked the format of this week's episode where it was like him telling this story to bad janet yeah um yeah i thought that was really cool i liked that bad janet is such a great character that i don't feel like we get enough yeah or i think we got more (laughs) of her earlier in the series yeah um but I just it's stuff like that where it's like, oh, you see Darcy Carden as like this like perfect like host of this town. And then you get to see like the really badass part of her. And I think it's really fun. Um, do Are you like, does it feel like it's ending? 
Not really. Yeah, that's my one problem with it. It's like it doesn't feel like a final season, even though they're setting it up to be the final season. Yeah. Um, I, I, but I feel like every season, I never really quite know where they're gonna go with it. Yeah, that's fair. So it could be that it all culminates into one thing, and yeah, it'll. Yeah, like last season wrapped then. up like really emotionally, and I like it was very not intense. expecting that. So yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they they pull it out again uh, for the finale of the the series. Yeah, there's not that many episodes left. I don't think so. I'm excited for it to wrap up and then... Are you just going to binge all yeah, of it? Yeah, I'm going to binge it all. Because it goes so quick. It's a 30-minute show, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like 22 minutes. Right. Um, so I watched that. Then I watched Queer Eye We're in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah! Which, did you watch it, Barrett? Yeah. We we binged it like over two nights or whatever. Yeah, because it's only like three or four episodes. Yeah, it's four episodes. I didn't think it was as good as the other ones. Really? I think that there's some of the interpersonal like relationships that they build that did get lost literally in translation. Mm. Um, but I thought it was really cool the way that they adapted it to Japanese culture. Yeah. Um, and like didn't Americanize for lack of a better word, um, these people, but like understood, like it seemed like they took a lot and of they time understood, and care to like, understood the culture yeah. and made changes that were appropriate for, for Japanese like are, values yeah. and stuff like that. It was my favorite. That's surprising to hear. Cause I think it's my favorite collection of episodes. Oh, I know it's not like a, full season yeah. but uh yeah i really liked how they were able to adapt and understand like what uh like the kind of japanese relationship culture is yeah um and really trying to um help each person uh out of what they're going through and especially the the last episode where it was the the couple who like hadn't yeah. uh spoilers but hadn't slept together in like four years and oh, stuff no. like that yeah and it's yeah. like a really like the way that they're able to like kind of get them out of their funk uh for lack of a better term is like it was like it was a really good episode so yeah i I really liked this collection yeah do they ever have they done like one that is like specifically in a different place like japan each season is takes place in one city so like kansas city was one of them and and atlanta yeah Yeah. so So this this is the the only international international one one, i see um worldwide baby would you want to see more of international ones I mean, I always just want more queer. I guess is the thing. Got it. <laughs> so I wouldn't be mad about it, but yeah, it did. It felt different, but I appreciated that they did something new, um, and I did like that they didn't Americanize it. Did you feel at all like a little bit was lost in translation? Because like you were telling me earlier that um, the the people that they have on don't necessarily speak English, right? Yeah, that's all. There's you can tell that there's translators, but they don't show any of it. Mm-hmm. It's all just the Japanese people speaking in Japanese and then all of the queer eye boys speaking in English. So it, I felt like there was a little bit of a disconnect there, but that could just be a me reading into it thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't know. So I watched that and then I started uh, Modern Love on oh, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime yeah. It's so good. Really? Yeah. It's shockingly good. I've only watched the first three episodes. Uh, the first one w- is with Kristen Milioti from and How I Met Your Mother. This is an anthology series, right? Yeah, so that- every episode is different. Um, the second one is, is that the one with Anne Hathaway? Um, I believe so. That's what uh, you were telling me earlier this week. Yeah, with Anne Hathaway. And then the third one is, and that's like, the first one is all about this like girl who lives in a building. Um, and she, the title is like, when your longest relationship is with your doorman. Mm. And it's about like this relationship she has with the guy that runs the door in her apartment building. Um, and it's like they're not, he's really old. It's not like a romantic relationship, mm. but it is like just different types of love. love. Um, the second one is about what's his name? 
Do you know him? I've seen him in stuff before. I can't see the image, this so. Guy. No. I feel, I can't remember what I've seen him in before. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Okay, well, I'll find it. Uh, it's about him creating a dating app. Um, he created a dating app, and then an inter- or a reporter interviews him, and then they talk about like kind of the one that got away, mm. um, and the different ways that it, that manifests in different kind of generations, almost. Um, and then the episode with um, Anne Hathaway is kind of like about love, but while you're dealing with mental illness and how you like how that affects your relationships and stuff like that. All three of them wildly different, but so good. So I'm really, really excited to continue watching it. Um, I really liked the podcast. I kind of listen on and off because it's a, I think it's a New York Times podcast. Mm. Um, but shockingly good. I was completely, I kind of turned it on like to have in the background. I was like, oh, I just watched three of these. This is a little bit crazy. Wow. Um, so yeah, if that sounds like your kind of jam and you like those kind of stories, then I think you'd like it. Anything else? Mm. We watched a bunch of movies this week, but I yeah. assume we'll talk about that when we get to you. Yeah. Uh, Tim Tam, you watch anything good this week? Silicon Valley. So yeah. I missed Ooh. the first episode, um, I guess, two weeks ago. And then uh, this weekend I caught up on, I guess, just the first two, back to back. And I'm really digging it. I think that the show has always been consistently funny. Uh-huh. Uh, it just kind of, I feel, got stuck in a story rut for the oh, last couple seasons. Yeah, two seasons. And we've talked about it a lot where it started to feel like, Every episode had the story of an entire season uh, condensed into one. And I feel like this is, at least so far, understanding of the fact that it's their final season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're like, are you watching too? No. Okay. Um, Have you watched any of it? No. Oh. I've only ever seen the Silicon Valley movie, like the old. That's. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Made up company with like employees that are trying to make the company a big deal. Got it. And it's really the show <laughs> is fantastic. Yeah. I think that it is such a well written comedy. The humor is so good. It's where consistently they're... funny, and I think that that's the most important thing for a comedy Absolutely. to be. And I like that our criticism is about the story, and that's because we care so much about right. these characters and about the story, and we we hold it to a standard that we we want it to be as good as it used to be. And I feel like this season isn't quite there yet, but I feel like they're giving us enough hints that I believe that they can totally pull this off. And like they're setting each of the the main characters up to have a closing a closing to their arcs, mm-hmm. or maybe not a, a, an end, but like. I, I'm very excited to see because there's a moment in episode two that I don't want to spoil for people because like it made these two episodes uh, of build up so worth it when one character loses his mind. I and I think we can mention his name because it's just like the stuff they do with Jared is so good. Yeah, and very very funny, and it's interesting to see it go this route. I feel it's important because this is a sign of why I think that the the show is good at being funny is it understands when to hold back and when to like mm-hmm. hit with the punchlines super fucking hard and they just built that character so well it it almost it felt like the comedy equivalent to Cap saying Avengers Assemble. Oh wow. <laughs> you know it's what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. I Where do. like I was literally <laughs> laughing out loud. Yeah. Where like I couldn't stop. Like I almost had to pause it because I was like, this is so fucking funny. Cause it felt earned. It uh, really did. Yeah. So Silicon Valley, definitely excited to watch more of that. Uh it's not something I'm I am watching, but it's something that every damn week I open Netflix to see if there's a new episode of Patriot Act back this Sunday. Yeah. Very excited about that. Um Besides that, it's been the normal, like, in-review stuff. 
keep watching Office. It's still really damn good. How far are you in? I uh, just started season six. Okay. Maybe like in the first ten episodes of season six. Cool. Um, liking it a lot. Yeah. I really feel like it's it's hitting its stride in the best way of like it's up to level of quality. So I'm liking that a lot. I'm very curious to see how you feel about like season seven and eight. Yeah. It, was there a ninth season? Yeah. I think. Is there ten? Right? Yeah. Ten. There's like two or three the, seasons that are weaker than I, I'd say than the rest. And then I think the last season gets way better. Gets way better, yeah. And then the last thing, just to say real quick, uh, I know I've been talking about Dancing with the Stars on the show a couple times. I'm fucking in. Every I week I just keep getting more and more in. If you are just at all interested in why what goes on in my mind, watch this week's episode or even the highlights of this episode. And if you're only going to be willing to put in three minutes, just YouTube, Hannah Brown, Dance Off. Um... Kev, you should even watch this episode. The production value is just, it's out of this fucking world, man. It's like, it inspires me. Do, do you think this is a, like next season you're going to watch? 100%. Wow. I, so they got you Seeing in. this episode makes right me want to go back and watch and old that's stuff. That's my next it, question. It's so fucking impressive. They're, so we got to a point where so many people have been eliminated that they can't fill the entire hour with uh, dancing if you only have everyone right. go once. So they, halfway through the show, it switches off to a dance off where they have team go against another team the same songs playing different choreography at the same time mm. so they both go and the judges head to head battle it's, it's head to head which is like alright cool whatever they make it epic video game shit where they stand in front of a giant video wall and it just splits down the center and then the entire arena that they're in uh, turns two different colors with lights and they're both dancing wearing opposite colors it is just fucking awesome I man. finally watched that one last night after we talked about it and I was like Damn, this is really cool. It's Scott Pilgrim. Like they, they make crazy. it look that's, like Scott that's Pilgrim. Awesome. Like it's really fucking yeah. bad. And I never in my life would have thought I'd give a shit about this, but it's good TV. Uh well, I also watched Silicon Valley, which is mm-hmm. great. Keep watching that show. I'm very excited to see it end. I'm like I feel like it is building to something that is gonna have a conclusion, and that's cool. Um I also continue to watch Watchmen this week, and I was talking to Nick about it, and yeah, man. I don't know. This, this show keeps setting up things, and I'm really, really worried that the season's going to end, and they're not going to like have any conclusions, and I'm going to feel unsatisfied. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Like, if it ends that way, I don't think I'm going to be in for season two, and it'll be one of those shows that that I'm just like, oh, I'll watch it someday, but then it's not a priority to get to. The discourse around Watchmen the show has been very interesting yeah. on, on yeah. Twitter, at least, where it seems like a ton of people are. There's very few people I'm seeing that are just straight up not interested. It's like they everyone seems mm-hmm. to be interested in what they're putting out there. Most people are just kind of uh, wary of whether or not they're going to yeah. actually commit to an end there. Um, but it's exciting to see. I'm happy. I We're going to talk about The Witcher uh, in a bit with the trailer talk. But between Witcher and Watchmen, like, there's an HBO Watchmen series that is good. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't know that it's good yet. Okay. Like... That's the kind of thing where, like, if they have cool answers, then the buildup's worth it. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, I don't think I can say it's. I mean, like, it's shot super well. It looks beautiful. They do a good job building suspense and like bringing back characters where it's like, oh shit, that's this person. Like, I wonder how their life has been for the last forty years. Um, but like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if I can say it's good. It's weird when you have to wait till the end of a show to to like feel like it's good. Maybe it's just not giving me enough. Through the seasons, for me, be like, yeah, this episode was really good. All the episodes have been really cool so far. <coughs> so, we'll yeah. see. I also continued watching Mrs. Fletcher, 
which is that's the one where the um she's like a house mom her son goes to college and like the the series is built like now she's kind of exploring her sexuality and like oh this is the Catherine Hahn one right? yes Catherine Hahn that's right um so the the first episode was all about like look at how like like I don't know what the right way. Her life seems really like boring and mundane. Mm-hmm. And now we're starting to see hints of her. Now this is the whole episode she was, her son has been moved out. She's been on her own and she's kind of trying to find her place and stuff, going on dates. Uh, it's definitely like this episode was significantly better than the f- first episode. Okay. And it, I'm, I'm definitely going to keep watching because it seems like it's starting to get interesting. Hmm. Um... I also started watching another HBO show called The Deuce, which is James Franco, um, and it's about like prostitution. prostitution. Oh, Gia loves this. It's really good. It's on season three right now. now? Okay. On, I yeah. believe it's on season three right That's now. That's a fun Se- theme song. Plays yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But that show is good. It's good, good yeah. drama. It's really fucked up. Like we're seeing, uh, like it's mostly about this guy who's running a bar and a bunch of prostitutes and their pimps and kind of like the dynamic of their relationship and like kind of the mob coming in and, and mm-hmm. trying to organize stuff and, and make more money essentially. It's really interesting. I'm like five, ep- six episodes in and like this morning as we were getting ready, me and Paula were watching a little bit of it just because it's like that's how much I want to keep watching. It's one of those shows that captivates my interest like scene by scene when Jim's yeah. watching. Like I'll stop what I'm doing to kind of like catch up with like what's going on. I have... I'm not watching it, but yeah. it's like, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. James Franco as an actor, well, I've always loved. Yeah, he also plays two characters. And in it's this. awesome. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, like, he's yeah. he's he's really good. Yeah. He plays himself and his, like, twin brother who's, like, kind of, mm-hmm. he's not that into the series. Yeah, I know, Winklevoss situation there. Yes, yeah. Um, but, Classic like, the characters, <laughs> the characters are so different. That he does such a good job where sometimes, like, Paul was like, oh, I don't know who is who. And it's like, baby, Frankie is the one that's always an asshole. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that was uh, actually recommended, I think, on Reddit by one of the best friends was like, you guys need to watch The Deuce. And I'm I was like, I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm only in uh, the half of season one. But, like, I'm very excited that there's three seasons that I can binge. Kev, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up, dude? I overheard you saying that you watched something that I'm very interested in hearing about. End of the fucking world, season two. Saw the trailer for it, it was last the next night. Thing, that was the next thing I was going to talk about. Since I'm segueing into it. So I, I saw the trailer last night. Uh, I saw the trailer for season one a year ago. Or two yeah. Years Did ago, you watch season was. one? Oh, yeah. I watched it in one sitting. Yeah. Because oh. like, they're short. It's short enough that I'm like, we can do this. 20 to 30 minute episodes. And there's six, Ten? six of them? Oh, right? that's it. At least season one. I don't uh, know. I remember it, season it one. Might being... have, it might have had eight. But it, Whatever it was, yeah, it, it went was by. Quick. It went by so fast. fast. Season two is the same thing. I think it has nine episodes. Have you watched season one? No. But so, so here's my thing. I'm setting this up here. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. really enjoyed the trailer that we saw for season one. And I was like, let's give this a shot. We started watching it, got hooked. It was kind of a Watchmen situation where I'm like, I like this. I don't know if it's going to work for the entire run of the season. And I thought by the end of it, for the most part, it worked and I enjoyed it. I cannot believe there's a season two. Watching the trailer for season two last night, I still can't believe there's a season (laughs) two. What's your take on season two? And did there need to be a season two? So I watched all of season two yesterday. We did in one sitting again. Nine episodes, 20, 30 minutes. They go pretty fast. And about 
three episodes in, I was like, do you like this? And Paula was like, no, but like, let's keep watching it. And that kind of carries through to the end where it's like, this isn't a great season. I don't know that I like the way they set up the story that they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think that it's nearly as good as the first season Damn. was. That's and sad. it has like a lot of moments where it's like, this is taking a long time in a 20 minute episode mm. where it's like, I shouldn't feel bored right now, you know, because those episodes are short, so short and there's so much going on with the story where it's like, oh, this should be bang, bang, bang. But instead it's kind of like, uh, what's the next thing that's going to happen? We know it's building to this thing, but it's taking so long to get there. The f that being said, the first episode I think is really strong. And one of the better episodes of the season. Okay. Uh, so I think that if you does watch, it, how does it end? In terms of yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm thinking. I'm trying to put together my thoughts. I, when it ended, I was kind of like, I don't think that need to happen. You know, I didn't regret watching it, but that might be because it's so short. Mm -hmm. So, cool. Not a great season though. I won't watch it then. And then me, <laughs> you unsold well, me. watch watch the first episode. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the first episode is interesting and it sets up the whole season. Yeah, uh, and then Joester and I went to watch a couple movies. We did. It's very exciting. Yeah, the first one. Let's talk about Last Christmas first. Man, so here's the thing: if you also enjoy really cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies, you're gonna love this. Is it pre predictable as fuck? Extremely. Absolutely. Did Joey absolutely nail the story? A thousand percent. You don't watch as many Christmas movies as I do sure, without sure. actually being able to tell what a movie's yeah. going to be about. Um, but was it enjoyable? I thought it was, like, fun. Some weird things in there. The mom character. I fucking love that. Emma Thompson, the right? Yeah. Of dragons? No, the other. The, her mm. mother. The mm. grandmother of dragons. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Her character, I thought, was funny throughout. Weirdly political. Sure, sure. But I feel Christmas like... Christmas can be, you know? But it's like, it's Brexit Christmas. And yeah. Like oh, shit. Yeah. Weird genocide Whoa. jokes. Oh, my God. Weird? Um, she, she went through a lot. Yeah. But, like, I thought that that was, like, a cool contrast to... Um, what's the name of the main girl? Amelia Clark's character. Mm -hmm. And, that, like, she didn't care. And she was so... Like, she was also from Yugoslavia, and, yeah. like, that had no bearing on her. And <laughs> What the hell movie is this? <laughs> I know. Right? Political. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I think that, like, that paralleled very well with, with, uh, with her character. Mm -hmm. um, and it was fun to just have her be goofy the entire time. Yeah. Like the mom. Yeah. Um, kind of weird. I think I hated, uh, what's, what's her name? Chris, no. Oh, you don't like Michelle Yeoh. I don't. I don't think I like Michelle Yeoh. Which I feel like I don't she understand. plays the same character in every movie. And in Crazy Rich Asians, it was perfect. <laughs> That's the character we needed. Mm -hmm. But in this movie, I felt like so much of it was that same character, and it's the same lady she plays in Discovery. Really? Oh yeah, I haven't watched Discovery, yeah. so I can't speak to Where that. Where it's just like I, I don't know. I don't know if I like her as an actor, and I, I, I feel like it kind of takes away. Like there's moments where it's like you're unrealistically mean. I, I and randomly, unrealistically true. nice. Yeah, sh there was some character inconsistencies yeah. with her, but I also think that that's not really her fault as much as it is the story. Sure. Like, <laughs> she, you can only work with so much. Right, right, right. Um, um, I also don't really think that I like Amelia Clark. 
She was the most okay I think I've seen her in any movie. Yeah. Where it was like I thought she like her moments of levity were really nice and her emotional moments worked. But like yeah. I, I'm not giving her too much credit because it was very like if she had been just a little bit worse, I'd be like, Oh, she's a bad actor. Yeah. 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 I thought Henry Golding was great. Oh, I, I really was, like him. I he is such like he just strikes me as the nicest human being ever. Yeah. He's very charming. Yeah. And I feel like that he comes off very, too very tall, though, on screen. You know? Great. So many scenes we see him, he's standing so fucking tall. It's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought overall, like, this, mm. st- I liked the character development they had for Amelia Clark, I think. Overall, I did too. too. Yeah. It didn't seem like unreal. Because I feel like so many of Christmas movies are like unrealistic changes where, like, immediately you have a 180 and it didn't. Yeah. She, I felt like she had a good arc. Yeah. And I think once the movie ended, that's the, like, one of the first things I leaned over to say was, like, I think that her transition from, you know, party scumbaggy person to like nice person was really smooth and like made sense and didn't seem too forced or heavy handed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you recommend people go watch this one in theaters? This is de- this very easily could have been a Netflix movie. Yeah, wait for Netflix. Wait less than half the budget. That being said, I do feel like the production value is there. It doesn't look like a Hallmark movie. It looks like a Hallmark movie that like some like that had a real director, oh, not yeah. to talk shit about Hallmark movies, but like those, you can tell those movies are made quickly and this movie had a little bit more of a budget and you could kind of feel that. So yeah. that's a plus. But I do think that like, this is definitely a wait for this one to come to Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Unless and you're don't expect like much. really hankering for some Christmas movie stuff. Then yeah. Also, the George Michael tie-in was kind of weird. I felt like very loose for them to have other music. Yeah, they kind of just play some other songs. Yeah, throughout, and it's just like, why not just stick to just George Michael if that's kind of like one of the selling points? What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a wow. lot. It's that a was lot. right. <laughs> uh, now let's talk about Doctor Sleep. Holy cow! Okay, so I will preface this being like, I've seen The Shining a handful of times and not anything recently and I've never read the book but man did I like Dr. Sleep I will preface it with I think The Shining's fine I like I know that it's super well regarded as this like amazing triumph of a horror movie and like it is but rewatching it this week I, I was like it has a ton of rewatchability I feel like a lot of people would say that it does though okay and I, I could, feel like rewatch- that could just be a me thing but I mean I totally agree with you in the sense that I, I rewatched it and it had been a really long time since I'd seen it. Yeah. So there was a bunch of places where I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that this happens. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the like transitions and the like aerial shots is like feel really dated where it's like the aerial shot is just vibrating the entire time. Mm. And it's like, th- man, we could do that so easily now with a drone, you know, to get this beautiful shot. Yeah. And I think at one point you kind of see like th- where the helicopter blades are going. Um, and that just... Something about that takes takes me out of it a little bit. I, it's still like a f- crazy good movie, um, but then watching Doctor Sleep, which is a modern movie made by. So hold on, what is Doctor Sleep? So Doctor Sleep the is the sequel to The Shining. Like the a book came out. I want to say it was like five years ago or something, where um, Stephen King was like, "Hey, sequel to The Shining," and it is the the story of uh, Danny, now all grown up. That's it. That's the that's the story. I mean, that's the basic pitch. Yeah, um, there are major differences between the book and the movie, uh, but not as many as The Shining and the book version of The Shining. 
And famously, Stephen King did not like the movie version, um, which, like, I get because it's the the movie version is much more like way more psychological, and um, <coughs> like I feel like for a lot of it there is like a sense of like is this happening or are these people just crazy? Um, and then Doctor Sleep has not, none of that. It is just like hey, here is like the the magic aspects of it. Like The Shining is a thing, and. I really, really like where the story went. It reminded me a lot of uh, It Chapter 2, where it's like kind of, you get a bigger sense of like Stephen King's like crazy magic world that exists. I think it's significantly better than It Chapter 2. No, yes, I also think it's better than It but Chapter 2. But it's good world building. But I'm, say- I'm saying it, it feels like it could be in that world. Oh, yeah. Um, also, it reminds me a lot of a, another Stephen King movie called Dreamcatcher. Uh, where yeah, guys. where it's 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 got similar things. Like one of the things that like the the people with the shine can do is go into their minds and like they have like libraries that they can access information and stuff. And like that is something that like is a big thing that like the characters in Dreamcatcher get taught how to do. Um, but overall, I thought it was like such good sci-fi. Yeah. Where it's like I enjoyed the whole thing, and when it ended, I was like, man. I I could definitely I would watch um what was the bad group called the True Knot mm-hmm. like I would watch a movie just about them which is it like the bad group because they were really interesting and they did a really good job introducing them but giving us so little information just I feel like they gave us just enough information that like to make us understand who they were and what their goals were and that was it like we kind of get a sense of the the leader played by Rebecca Ferguson she was incredible she was so good in the movie. Rebecca Ferguson from Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So good. So good. Um, And I really like where the story went for The Shining. Like, like for this to be a direct sequel, without, like, getting too spoilers, it starts off and Danny is in, like, a terrible place. He's just an alcoholic who's moving from place to place to outrun ghosts that are following him from the Overlook Hotel. And it's, like, man, I just... Enjoyed so much of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, I think a lot of the acting was really great. Like Ewan McGregor, I think did a really great job. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl that plays Abra, which is another one of like the main characters. Mm-hmm. And she was great. And she she's was like so good. 11. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Rebecca Ferguson was great. Um, I feel like Rebecca Ferguson and um, like the, the main, kinda, other main guy, the other main guy who's the crow is what yeah. they called him. Like they did such a good job. Going back and forth and like she's the leader, but like this dude's trying to help and he's like, you know trying to make sure to keep the whole group safe and like that built the suspense really well. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah, yeah just yeah. overall, this movie I thought did a really good job. I it's think way that, less horror than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah, I, that's I think it's more sci-fi than yeah. anything. Um, when it starts, and I like I don't think this is spoilery, but like. We see Danny and um, the mom as and kids, as kids, like young. Well, him and, as a kid, yeah. And they're different. They're played by different actors, and that was really off-putting. Mm. Where it's just like this doesn't look right. That being said, the um, the lady that was playing Shelley Duvall like nailed Shelley Duvall. Like there's scenes where we see, and it's like, oh shit, that looks exactly what like how I remember it. And, like, I just watched The Shining. So, like, I feel like I'm remembering it right. And, like, they nailed that tone. Yeah. yeah. Was Shelley Duvall the mom in Suzy Q? I don't think so. Mm. 
These are no idea. important things. I don't. I don't remember the mom and Susie Q. If I'm being totally honest, all I it's good. This sounds cool. Yeah. So, would you prefer that they would have done some type of CGI? That's. I, I've been thinking about that a lot, and I I feel like they wouldn't have been able to get it right. Like very few movies have been able to get the de aging, um, like where it's like, oh my god, this looks great. Was that long? I mean, was the scene long enough to? Yeah, it definitely. Some? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it the scenes that we get of like. People that are gone now, like they're they spend a lot of time on them, mm. and we see a lot of those scenes, and not a lot, but like a good amount. Where it's like, if the CG wasn't perfect, it would look weird. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is actually a better compromise than it looking weird. There are moments where it takes you out of the movie, and it's like that's not who you say it is. Um, but like, I think you just have to get past that. Like, it would be worse if it was a bad CG. Like, mm-hmm. Dark Fate is the only movie that like has really, really, really nailed it recently. Yeah. yeah. Shelley Long is who you're thinking of. You're right. Really the same person. Yeah. I Joe feel like they're very easy. To, I feel like they get confused. Similar names. I get yeah. it. Uh, would you recommend people go watch this one yeah. in theaters? I 100%. Yeah, me would, too. I would go see it again. Yeah. Um, and maybe I will. Oh. <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. Maybe I thought it was I great. Watch. I was so pleasantly surprised when we walked out. Yeah. I felt like I was going to say something else, but now I don't remember. That's upsetting. The end. Yeah, they look really similar. Are they I, both named Shelly? <laughs> it's yeah. weird as fuck. Uh, oh, I was going to say, there's only one of those like flashbacky scenes that I felt like really took me out mm-hmm. of it. But other than that, I thought it was really well done. I think the way that they played with angles made it less jarring for the most part. Yeah, for me, I think like every time they cut to like people that were, you know, from the old movies, it was like, oh, this is weird. I don't like it. Mm. Yeah, and this just it's for a bunch of the scenes, I was like, oh, why didn't they just use old footage? Because some of the scenes are just totally yeah remakes. Yeah, and it's I think it that's because something they do at the end of the movie, Mm. and it was like they were setting us up to kind of be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, now it's time for some news, and we've got a lot of it. News, 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 news. Our first news story. <clears throat> Two seasons of Critical Role's animated series coming to Amazon Prime. That's crazy. Shout-outs to Critical Role. They're, they're doing the damn thing in, mm-hmm. in such a big way. The streaming wars have begun in full force, and I feel like this is a... A very big win for the YouTube side of things, for the YouTube creator Mm -hmm. side of things, not the YouTube itself side of things. Um, The the Kickstarter, one of, if not the most massively successful content-based... Because I think before it was like Laser Team was the biggest one, right? So this is like insane that they made as much money there from the crowdfunding aspect, but then for Amazon to come in and, and fund even further and to just commit to hey you're getting two seasons of this thing and we're getting the push of Amazon. So they raised 11.3 million which funded a full 10 episode season mm-hmm. and now they've signed on for another additional 14 episodes totaling 24. That's great. wild. Yeah. That's really wild. It's very exciting. Good on you Critical Role. Mm-hmm. You guys are great. Yeah. They, they really are yeah. and I, I'm very excited to see how this all comes together because they care a lot mm-hmm. and now they have the funding and now they have the backing and now they have the marketing and now they have it's like this is kind of a perfect storm. So um the, I mean they with the animation teams that they're they're talking about working with like we were talking with Brian when he was was here and all this stuff's public too but like they're talking about 
the guys you want to be working with uh, when it comes to animation. It's not just like, oh, we know some dudes that can kind of do some stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it's some real. Some dudes that can kind of do some stuff. That's how things happen. <laughs> yeah, a lot no, of I time, know. And you know? it gets real it's tricky. Like, yeah, it gets real so, tricky when that happens. So. Yeah. Animation's hard. Yeah. It's real hard. It takes well, a long time. For sure. It seems cool that the gap between like internet content and mainstream media is just getting smaller and smaller with stuff like this too. Of like it does add some legitimacy, I feel like, between this and um what's her name that got the late night show? Lily Hannah? Singh? No, Daily Grace. Oh, L- Lily Singh. Yeah, yeah. like uh, slowly it's just all kind of merging into one media form it seems mm-hmm. like which i yeah. think is really cool we're also going to talk about it later but uh genlock is going to be on hbo max Ooh. which is really cool really cool to see that's all these tough. people like you know these companies that we're friends with growing yeah for yeah. sure in, in that's like, an interesting one but in a you know <laughs> that's different than, than big this media yeah. Way, but yeah 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 no no totally um cool moving on to our next news story one for greg miller who's not here <laughs> dead Superman Lois TV series with Tyler Hoechlin and Elizabeth. I think. Huh? I think it's Hawklin. Hawklin? That sounds right. Uh, In the works at CW. CW is currently developing a new show called Superman Lois, which will show uh, how Ace Reporter and the Man of Steel deal with being modern parents. Just a fun little story. Did Did anybody here watch Lois and Clark growing up? Yes. What is that like the same pitch or is it different pictures? No, I have no, no idea. Th- then they were dating. I think okay. at, at the and, and like this is a long time ago because this was a show I watched when I was very young. Yeah. And like maybe didn't grasp it fully. But like I think that they were dating and like the series finale, season finale, some towards the end, they get married. Okay. Um so this is like not di- not a direct sequel to that, but like no, picking God, up no. I believe phases that, after. That uh, Tyler is this the the guy that plays Superman on Supergirl, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I gotta be real with you guys. This episode has brought me two revelations in my oh, life. Okay. Number one, Shelley Long and Shelley Duvall, different uh-huh. people. They just look similar. Number two, I always thought that that show, the Lois and Clark show, was about the Lewis and Clark expedition. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. And There's no way. I did. I did. And I've heard Greg reference it. Enough that I'm like, is it about Lois Lane and, and Clark? From yeah. S- well, that seems weird. From Superman? It was a Superman show. All right. It's definitely a Superman show. <laughs> so That's really funny. Yeah. What seems weirder why, to why young Why are they me? named Lewis and Clark? Lois and Clark's too close. Too close, man. I can just imagine young Tim's brain being like, what makes more sense being on TV? A TV show about Superman and Lois Lane or a TV show about... Explorers, but back you then like I could see, I could see explorers be, like now, like Doctor Quinn, yeah. Medicine Woman kind of status. Yeah, you know what, guys? I would since we're just letting the truth out on the table here. Uh-huh. I'm going to go a little bit further. Not only did I think that, I also thought that it was the Lewis and Clark expedition was somehow related to Thelma and Louise. Oh no, it is not. It is not at all. Is that movie? I've never Tim, what, seen what the movie. The, what, what was the Lewis and? Lewis, Lewis and Clark exploration. Uh, it's when, it's what do when they do? The two women get in the car and then they drive no, off no, the no. cliff. That's, that's Thelma and Louise. Oh, then I don't know. You really don't know? Mm-mm. What is happening right now? I mean, yeah. I mean, they, if you, they, if I had to take a history test about what they did, I would definitely fail that. I imagine they crossed After America and made Luke, friends with a lot of people. It's kind, kind of, of like Death kind Stranding. Sacagawea was one of those people. I was is just that, about to say that, but I didn't want to yeah. sound dumb if that was wrong. <laughs> I hope coin. it's right. It's been a long time. Since, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was them ex- like exploring the Louisiana Purchase territories. Yeah. 
So from one coast to the other. History mm-hmm. with Kev, you know? Yeah. History with Kev. No yeah. car? No, no car. No, no Superman? <laughs> Next news story. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> Beast 3 is happening. Yay! Yay. We're getting dates. Uh, they're, they're starting uh, recording spring 2020, so it looks like uh, the release date is November 12th. 2021. So this is a pushback. We had a date. Mm-hmm. No, it, I don't think we had a date. We did. I don't think so. We did. I, I don't think so. It was this year. Uh, no. It was, wasn't it on our list? It was on the list. Of things we were review. maybe going to in review. There was dates for, it was like kind of like Marvel's thing where they like, there's dates, placeholders for movies. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was one for. But like it was rumored yeah. then. It wasn't like confirmed that it was going to be, that, like that date was going to be for Fantastic, Fantastic Beast 3 was delayed when the original release date November 20th, 2020 was reassigned to the upcoming Dune remake. There you go. I guess it was. Mm-hmm. All right. Which the Dune <laughs> remake may is it still happening? Yeah. Is it? Cuz that's Oh, it's a year from now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll what find don't out. you know? If the Dune remake is still happening? I'm just saying it's still I think happening. It is, right? I don't know. I think we'll we haven't gotten an update about it in a while. <laughs> but right. yay, we're going to do... We got to wait, like, what, two years for this? Did awesome. anybody ever see the second one? Yeah. Did you... You didn't like it, though, right? It was better than the first one, but the first one's crap. Yeah, I didn't even... So it wasn't good. I didn't even like the first one enough to see the second one, no. especially also because... I and like I think that, that this but. is totally a response to that. Like, People not liking either of the first or second movie and then having to go and rework the story and try to figure out... Mm. How to actually make it good? I I bet they're not gonna do it. And again, I like the again theory uh, of you know they signed on for five movies for this series, but then there's this uh, rumor of making Cursed Child into a uh, turning that into a movie. So I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna try to wrap up the the story in this next movie and then use those other two like movie slots that they signed on for for a Cursed Child Part One and Two. Or if they're really going to stick to their guns and do five fucking Fantastic Beasts In an movies. interview that uh, I didn't bring up here, someone important was like, no, no, we're definitely still doing five of these. Jesus. So All right, well. We'll see. But, like, those aren't statements that, like, you know, have to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the, these, these movies have been a mess, and if they need more time to make them actually good, fucking take all the time you need. I'm in no rush to watch another bad Harry Potter movie. Yeah, I'm not either. Our next news story. Game of Thrones director David Benioff and D.B. Weiss no longer making Star Wars trilogy because instead they're taking a deal with Netflix for $250 million for Makes five sense. years of making stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You were, we were just talking about this earlier where it's like, <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense that they're not going to stick with something that's going to get like widely critiqued and probably hated by a lot of people regardless of how good or bad it is. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously in such an interesting situation with the way that Game of Thrones ended and the backlash that they faced. uh, And on top of that, Star Wars, the backlash it's faced. And on top Mm -hmm. of that, a lot lot of of volatile uh, being thrown at (laughs) them to do do stuff. Uh, It makes sense, especially we keep talking about the streaming wars and where we're at. And yeah, Netflix needs some heavy hitters. And if they can get them... To do something successful on Netflix, that would be absolutely huge. Um, I think in addition to that, Star Wars is in such an interesting place where hopefully they're going to get back on track for uh, movies that, you know, people are, and I'm referencing Solo more than anything, yeah, yeah. Um, and a, a, a clip of movie releases that the audience can keep up with and 
get excited about. Um, and I, I maybe I'm just caught up in the hype right now going into nine, but like I believe they're they're gonna succeed. I believe they're gonna I, get. I mean, there's there's a lot of money there. They're yeah. gonna figure it out. They're not mm-hmm. gonna DC DC their way through this. Yeah. Like I, I like I feel like we've already seen the reaction to be like uh, to people saying Solo's terrible. By them being like, all right, we're not going to make any spinoff movies right now. We're going to take a break. We're going to think about stuff. We're going to make a better stories, and in, hopefully. And in addition to that, I think that Disney Plus, and we'll see. We're in a, This week right now, we're in a very interesting point where... It's so exciting. It, yeah, Disney Plus is coming next week. Um, but when you look at the next two months of Star Wars content, we are getting Mandalorian, the first ever Star Wars live action show that, by all accounts, are you not counting looks the Christmas fantastic. Special? It's not live action. Um, the Christmas specials? It's animated. The, the Christmas specials are live action. Of Star Wars? Yeah. Really? Yeah. In live action? Yes. Fuck, I've only ever seen the animated picture Well, of that's because they've tried really hard to yeah, do it. Yeah, I've never seen the holiday special. Whoa. I, you haven't seen clips of it? Okay, With, like, I've seen animated clips. Stuff? Just animated ones. Oh, no. This blows my mind. I, I, I was joking. Obviously, not a that shouldn't series. count. This right. is a lot yeah. of This episode series. just needs to be titled, uh, Tim Learns a Lot of Shit Today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to take shit for, for this. This is nonsense that no one needs to know. Uh, Mandalorian, the first ever Star Wars live action series, and it looks like it's going to be good. Everything we know about it is like recipe for success. Mm. We have Jedi Fallen Order coming out, yeah. which looks like, from everything going into it, could be the first exceptional Star Wars game in a very long time. Since Bounty Hunter, you mean, right? In a very long time. Since Bounty Hunter, and right? Say it. Rise I hear Skywalker you. could be a good movie. You know? It could. I, I, I think that the, we're in a place where Star Wars could, could turn. turn the tide, and then there's a break. We don't know what's going to happen for a while. Yeah. Right? C- could be a couple years, but then we know Obi-Wan, which was going to be a movie, movie is now going to be a Disney Plus show, and we're going to get that. With proper marketing and proper time to breathe. This is a good time to be a Star Wars fan, and I hope that they knock it out of the park with those three things because I think it would be really important to the future of the franchise, and I think that this type of news is good. Don't do too much at once. Let them do what they want to do and not things that they're just doing for the money. I agree 100%. In terms of Star Wars. Yeah. Go do the Because the money will follow. Netflix. Make something good, the money will follow, Joey. That's what I've heard. All right, well, next news story... More Game of Thrones news. Game of Thrones spinoff? No, no, no. Game of Thrones prequel series is dead at HBO. Remember that series that was going to be like 8,000 years in the past? They're not doing that anymore. They were like, nope, it's not good. But then good. they announced another one. But, yeah, immediately after Game of Thrones spinoff, House of Dragons ordered straight to series at HBO. So we're getting... Now, they said a couple hundred years. I think they said 300 years. I think we're getting the, like... Targaryens coming in and taking over all of Westeros, which I think could be a cool story. Me too. We're going to see the Dance of Dragons. That's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. You know? A lot of cool potential here for many seasons of a show. Hopefully they think it all the way through. You know? Yeah. That's asking a lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it really is. We'll see. Yeah. I have faith in them for this. Well, uh, what was the prequel one going to be a- did they have like any storyline stuff? I mean, it was down? all rumored stuff. Then they okay. said it was going to be the Time of Heroes, which is an era that takes place way, way in the past. Essentially, the Night King is created, but like that's so the, people the, are just generally more excited about this new premise than the other. I one. think this I one's an easier pill to swallow, yeah. but mm-hmm. I feel like right now it's anything an interesting. Game of Thrones yeah, is rough. And anything, especially dragon related. Like, so I, I don't know. We'll we'll see how this goes. But like again, I do have faith in the man. HBO, they know what they're doing. 
overall. And mm-hmm. I feel like spinoff shows can work, and I feel like we're at a point where they need to work. Like I think that the, there's too much competition to put out a whatever product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope this does well. We'll see how it progresses. In surprising news, Ant-Man 3 is happening. I wouldn't say it's surprising. You know what's surprising? I feel like Ant-Man 2 numbers weren't super solid. But they were. Like that, that's the thing. It was better like, than Ant-Man 1, right? It was better than Ant-Man 1, but also it's like just not as good as Endgame sure. or uh, like Captain Marvel or Black Panther. It's like those are new exciting things, right? right? right, right, right. Um, Ant-Man's numbers have always been smaller than uh, a lot <laughs> of the other <laughs> groups. But it's like but the amount of money and, and uh, resources put into it are also less. So it's not like, – it's, it's silly for us to look at $650 million as a failure, you know? Yeah, but I feel like it the can other be ones... when you're looking at some, like, DC-type Right, things, right, right, right. Uh, in terms of the budget of how much money and marketing and stuff they put into it. But with that, man, it, it, it's different. There was rumors that – and maybe the, the, they're not rumors. There was theories because uh, there was nothing to substantiate this, mm-hmm. that uh, Ant-Man was going to become a Net, uh, Disney Plus series. Series, right. Um, kind of getting the Young Avengers kind of together. Uh, which would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but the the most interesting bit about this to me is the director. So Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed, director of MN1 and 2, signed back on, which essentially confirms that MN3 <laughs> is happening. And that also confirms he is not directing Fantastic Four, which was the ongoing rumor. Interesting. So I think mm-hmm. that uh, when you look at the open dates for the MCU movies, this is... Looking like it potentially could be the February 2022 movie. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Um, or... It means that Fantastic Four is going to have that slot, and this is mm-hmm. going to come later. And they just they behind the scenes have locked in. Would you rather that they take their time with Fantastic Four and X Men? X Men, yes. Fantastic Four, I feel like, is irrelevant. Fanta- the difference is X Men has buried its own grave at the box office in theaters in the last couple of years. Fantastic Four. Logan. Well, I guess you're talking about like Apocalypse and. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, that's the last five years, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. Logan's somewhere in there, but... Um, and Logan did very well. It did. Um, mm-hmm. And so Deadpool and stuff. I also think Deadpool, like, there's there's so many hints right now. That we're gonna Ryan get Reynolds a, picture? We're going to get a Deadpool studios? announcement within months. I hope so. I really I think, think so. so. Yeah. There's just too, mu- too much insider bullshit going on right now to not have that happen. But Fantastic Four, I think you can put out at any point, and it'll be, it'll be good. I, I'm... I got a feeling in me that the February 2022 movie is Fantastic Four. Interesting. I'm excited any way I'll you cut it. it yeah, I'm, I'm down <laughs> to watch it all until it starts getting bad, and then we'll talk shit about it. Mm-hmm. You know? For now, they're still doing good. Mm-hmm. God bless them. <laughs> uh, next news story. Sony officially confirms Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse sequel. Hell yeah. Let's Hell fucking go. Yeah. April 2022. It, yeah. Sorry, the way you said that, I was like, no, it's April 8th, 2022. Yeah, yeah. very exciting stuff, man. Yeah. Um, I love, they're just doing it so right. It's so far in the future, but at least they're getting ahead of it and just mm-hmm. like, hey, this is what it is. I'm happy they're taking the time. The thing that made Spider-Verse special, so much of it was the style and animation and, so cool. and all that. And take your time, come up with cool designs, come up with cool, interesting new ideas. Don't just pump out a sequel just to do it. Absolutely. Uh, which I think they, Sony easily could. No, there was some rumor and talks that there gonna, there was going to be a Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse TV show. Mm-hmm. I wonder what this means for that, if that's still happening. If, I mean, yeah. it's still 
It's still on the dock. Those mm-hmm. guys are still signed on to do something, but uh, we don't know if it's into the Spider Verse yeah. or something else. Well, the the Zico, bigger thing, Lord and, the, and the big thing is that Lord and um, Miller is and Miller are not doing two. They're not doing the movie, right? So they are the ones that are in charge of all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, so, do you think that they'll write the sequel? They're they, saying they're not. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because they Who didn't wrote? they didn't direct the first one either. Yeah, there was a whole team of stuff. Like it was such yeah. an interesting way they, they broke it all down. But from what I understand, like that team is not doing the sequel of this. But huh. I I still think it's going to be in good hands. I have faith in this. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't fuck it up. Hopefully. I hope they don't. Sony, please don't fuck it up. Sony wouldn't fuck it up. I don't think they're going to fuck this up. Well, I I'm hope just not. really excited that we're going to get more. Me too. Me too. Uh, well, now it's time for some ads before we hit our big story. Our first ad is Upstart. As most of you have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. When Miller was a young man, he took a huge risk by leaving the world he knew to work at IGN. But moving cross-country is hard and expensive. Miller took out a loan, and because his credit score wasn't great, neither was the loan. His interest rate was uh, so high, if only he had Upstart. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. The best part, once your loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. If you're smart, that could be the next day. Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards for uh, or meeting their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash morning. Our next ad, Manscaped. Support for Kind of Funny Morning Show comes from Manscaped, who is the best in show, best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Have you ever tried to shave your bits, realizing that razors that are made for your face should be nowhere near your balls? It can be very painful. Trust me. I found out the hard way. A lot of blood. So get the right tools for the job. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 2.0. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll find their electric trimmer called the Lawnmower 2.0. This waterproof and skin-safe technology will protect your <laughs> protect you from nicking your sack. Uh, and I have tested that out without Tim knowing. I went and got his little lawnmower thing, turned it on, put it on, the little, on my skin here. Didn't, it didn't cut me. Thank God. Because that's what you need. You need safety down there, all right? Don't just go in there with any razor. That's not what they're made for. They will cut you up bad. Ugh. And, of course, let's not forget about the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. 
you already put deodorants on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? The Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the anti-chafing performance boxer briefs that keep your package cool and smelling fresh all day. For on-the-go freshness, you'll love the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. It's time to get clean with the Perfect Package 2.0. Go, uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code MORNING at Manscaped. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code MORNING. And our final ad is Me Undies. Me Undies are my favorite boxer briefs I have ever owned. I'm wearing them right now. I have little dinosaurs on. I have mine and on too. What do you I have? I have mine on too. I have spider webs. Spider webs. Halloween. Uh, I don't like that. Oh, God. Tim just opened a zipper. Cassette tapes. <laughs> Cassette tapes. So that's cool. Uh, everyone in the office is using them and loving them. Me undies are the softest undies in the world. Me undies are designed to be the softest thing you'll ever put on your body available in sizes extra small to 4XL. New prints drop every Tuesday, so you'll never run out of ways to express yourself, which it means so much more than you think. I love going in there and picking out my undies for the day mm -hmm. and just being like, today, I'm going to go with the little skulls. Christmas ones too. are dropping now. I know. It's very exciting. Uh, plus, members get an exclusive print <coughs> at the beginning of every month. Uh, the prints are fun and all, but they also offer classic colors when you want to feel more adult. I don't recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> they also have loungewear. Lounge pants and onesies are amazing. Most evenings, you can find me lounging around my house wearing my onesies, and I love it so goddamn much. Uh, me Undies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have 100% satisfaction guaranteed. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Really quick, uh, Mr. Yasman uh, pointed out in the chat that the director for Spider-Verse 2 is Joaquin uh, Dos Santos who is one of the leads for, uh, for The Legend of Korra and Voltron, Legendary Defender, and also worked on the original Avatar Last Airbender series and yeah. stuff. Oh, interesting. That's exciting. That's why I Because that dude, that dude is fucking awesome, and he knows what he's doing. So, Did you I, watch Voltron at all? Oh, yeah. We watched the entire series. Oh. We fucking loved it. I did, did not care about Voltron before, like at all before that right, series, right. and we just tried it out because it was the same studio that worked on uh, Last Airbender and stuff. We're like, oh, yeah, this is really, really cool. So. Yeah. It's exciting. Now our big topic. HBO Ooh. Max News came out like a week and a half ago. <laughs> but we're talking about it now. Price? Let's see what I got here. So the service hits domestically May 2020. HBO Max will cost $14.99 per month, which is like the most expensive right now of all the yeah. streaming services. But they also got a bunch of exclusives. So right now they have well, – these are the exclusives that I saw that, like, meant something for me where I was like, oh, these are really cool. South Park, Rick and Morty, which is also not exclusive. So that's also streaming on Hulu. But I also found out – Barrett. So many also's. Did you know that uh, Rick and Morty is uh, censored on Hulu? Really? Yeah, that's what I found out yesterday. But this doesn't start till May. Yeah. Oh. Well, do you think Rick and Morty is going to come off of Hulu, though? It doesn't seem like it. Huh. Why would you say that? 
because the line in there says that it will still be on Hulu, still okay. streaming to Hulu, which is weird because they definitely had it under the – it doesn't matter. Uh, the Boondocks, Genlock, Gossip Girl sequel, uh, Gremlins, Secret of the Mogwai, uh, and then uh, HBO Max original shows will be releasing new episodes weekly, won't drop seasons all at once. So it's similar to Disney Plus, what we're seeing there. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I, none of this, I think all of this is interesting. None of it's going to get me to subscribe at that price point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they have an interesting messaging problem that's going on currently of like HBO Max and HBO Go and HBO Now. Like they haven't, they've clarified some of the things, but not all of it. I believe they have clarified most of it where it's like, if you have HBO Now, you're good for a year. You'll have HBO okay. Max for a year. If, and, but I'm sorry. If you have HBO now, yeah. And if you have AT&T, you, you'll be good. So if you have like DirecTV with the add-on for HBO, should be all set. You, you're going to have HBO Max. Everything else doesn't seem like it's going... Like, it doesn't sound like HBO Go is going away, at least from what I could tell. But it also doesn't seem like... I have HBO Go. I won't be getting... It like any HBO Max access. Everything you're saying here, I feel like proves Joey's point. Exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. That was like very, very poorly. For explained. someone that's like, for people who are in this ecosystem and sure. understand it, I think it's like, a, it's still convoluted. But if you're talking about like people outside of who are, who aren't as invested in these streaming wars, I think they're going to be like, huh? What? And like have no idea. Saying it. You guys are totally right. <laughs> no, yeah. here's, here's the thing, though. I, I feel like it's very complicated right now, but I also feel there's a reason that they're choosing May uh, as their, their target release date, where I feel like they're, they want to ride out this wave of getting people in, getting people subscribed and, and all that, so that when they do launch, it's just kind of ready to go, and they'll be able to very clearly explain what the new situation's looking like. I think it's complicated right now because there is the three HBO-named streaming services, but they are – the two that we have currently – are similar but different. There's Now and there's Go. Now is the one that if you have HBO with via a cable subscription or a um, add-on that's go. that you get. That's Go. Okay, yeah. and you get you get that. Now is the one that if you don't have anything, $15 a month. Is it 15 15 a month, yes. I thought it was 10 For now? Can know. you look it up? Yeah. So now I went to HBOMax.com. It says get HBO Max with HBO Now. HBO Now subscribers who are billed directly through HBO will also get access to HBO Max. So yeah, it must be for fifteen dollars and at no extra cost. So that's the thing. It's But I don't know why they haven't explicitly just come out and been like, We're rolling these together. Because I think that they don't want people they're not ready to launch the rest of the Mac stuff and they don't mm-hmm. want people to stop subscribing to this one now because this is the weirdest thing when you're looking at the price. People are paying it now currently just for the HBO content. Right, yeah. and you're so getting so much more. is not that crazy. So saying like, oh, it's more than all the other streaming things. People are currently doing it because totally. HBO's quality is that much higher than anything else we're seeing. But you don't think that's more because of certain shows like Silicon Valley and Game of Thrones for so long? I mean, yeah, but then add on mm-hmm. all the other shows, right? Like mm-hmm. Ballers and like lesser things. Yeah, but Silicon Valley up, and... Watchmen coming up. Yeah. Like there's... HBO constantly has... Some new blood. Game of Thrones is a league of its own, mm-hmm. obviously. But HBO, people pay for that shit. People come and go, come and go, but they come back always, right? Um, all the other shows, Secession and, and all that. Like, they get people sure, hooked, yeah, right? Sure, great shows. So add on all this other content to that, 
people are going to do this, man. Like, I, I feel like it's people are, aren't going to sign up for it right now, and it's easy for people to be like, I'm not interested. Nick's a perfect example. Nick's not interested. Guess what? Nick already has it. <laughs> right? He's in. Yeah, I mean, he's watching, watching, you're right, yeah. So um, that's the most interesting thing to me, and I think that it's very confusing right now, and I think that in May it won't be confusing. They'll just shed the the titling and just, it's HBO Max, go. Um, I can see why they don't want to do that. <laughs> HBO Max, go. Now, yeah. go. Uh, they don't want to do that now because they are st- they're they're the still a cable phase. channel. Like they're still, they're the one weird exception to the rule where people will not cut their cable subscriptions because of HBO. But guess what? There's this other way to get it. And guess what? There's this other way to get it. Over the last years, it's only gotten complicated because HBO is the only thing that's that damn good that people will find loopholes to to, go, yeah. to figure out how to watch the content. Next year, I think they're really going to clean house when they're like, hey, it is simple. Here's what it is. $15 a month gets you the HBO content and all this other stuff. I think it gets more complicated when you look at the other stuff. Sure, the like Friends and Boondocks and mm-hmm. everything you just named, that's great and fantastic. But Genlock means it's not on Rooster Teeth. And that means that Rooster Teeth first doesn't get Genlock anymore. Is That's that weird. is that going to be the case? That's the case. Interesting. DC Universe. What's it mean for those shows? Right. Are they, I assume that, that they were going to get a story, right? It, but that's the thing. I want to know confirmation of that. Yeah. Like they should put all their eggs in this one basket, and it doesn't seem like they're going to do that anytime soon. And that's where it gets very <laughs> confusing. Haven't they proven with HBO now that they don't have to? What do you mean? Like, put all their eggs in one basket. It's like, you're right. People are signing up for just HBO now. Mm-hmm. And, like, why push why push people to subscribe to one platform when you can push them to subscribe to multiple ones? Because they want them in one place. They want that number. They, they want, want to be able number, to say, yeah. I'm the number. We are the number one. We're, beat, we're taking down Netflix. The premium streaming know? service. Mm-hmm. Like, we're competing with Disney Plus. And when it's split, splintered across, splinter across uh, all these different places, it gets So apparently... Genlock is a timed exclusive. Genlock season two will release on RT first ninety days after the HBO Max premiere. Yeah, which sucks. isn't great. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. When people three are paying months? for RT first, well, whatever. It's yeah. like that's their. But that's one benefit. Plan. That's what yeah. they're, they're saying. They're clearing up front about it. They're not, you know, pulling shit away. It's on you if you want to subscribe to RT first or not. Mm-hmm. It's where we're at. I just think that it's a. Uh, there's a lot of business ramifications to seeing the HBO Max logo and seeing a ton of logos underneath Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, Rooster Teeth, DC, all this stuff. It's like all those businesses have their own businesses. Yeah. Right? Their own way that they run things, their own way that they make money. If you take away the way that they, those companies make money, those companies might cease to exist. So that's why they're not putting it in HBO Max. Do the people above give a fuck about any of that? They don't. They care about subscription numbers and money. Mm. So we'll see. Do you guys think you guys would get HBO Max when it comes out? I already have it. You know, it's like wait. It's do you the, have the HBO Now subscription? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Granted, it's through some other people. But okay. We have yeah. It. But we pay for it. Gia pays for it. I see. Yeah. So. Joe, sir. I mean, I have some login to. I guess I can look on my phone to see what app I have. But it's like one of those like I split. I pay for one and she pays for the uh. other and we split it. A um, uh, show that I forgot to mention. But it's also mention. connected to, I guess, Jess's mom's thing. I don't know. A no show idea. that I forgot to mention that I watched on HBO was I have HBO his Go. Dar- ah, me too. His Dark Materials, which mm. is a new. It's yeah. the Golden Compass. Uh, it fucking, it was really interesting. There's a lot going on in the show, and it's like one of those shows I wish I could binge. Mm-hmm. But like, I guess I'll wait week to week. It certainly has my attention for now. Um, 
But one of the things that really affected that show was like this, like 1080, 720, whatever HBO Go app streams in, just looks like crap. And that's what I'm really and hoping. Like, I hope that they solve Max that. Steps it up, and I think yeah. that they're, they're going to have. But to. why didn't like I didn't see any major stories being like, hey, the quality is going to be great. I don't think they need to say that yet. I feel like they should have. And it is weird that they did their whole big presentation and, and didn't mention those type yeah. of things because Disney Plus did. Yeah. And Netflix <laughs> has already proven. Netflix are well, industry leaders when it comes to Dolby Vision and HDR and all that. They, if you pay standard. for the right subscription. It's not a standard. It, no, but you no, have to pay for But the, I'm saying the standard in the industry. Like, they are pushing that sure. technology forward. Yeah. Like, that content is... And it's fucking it's great. Beautiful. When the, the Dolby Atmos little thing pops in the corner, I'm always like, oh, it's going to look good. And it does. It looks, it looks great. exceptional. And Game of Thrones would have looked fantastic. The episode we all talk shit about. Imagine <laughs> if it was in one of the episodes, but like the one that really like started the, really the, the downfall. Yeah, it was the, it was the fight. The big, yeah. the giant war. Would have looked fantastic. Can't wait till it's finally released in, mm. in 4K. You but, think that's going to make the episode better? Yeah. I don't much. I, I, yeah, It doesn't I don't, matter. I, yeah. Different conversation. But I'm just saying like, I, I hope that HBO Max uh, in Early next year does eventually come out and be like, and you're finally getting 4K for all this stuff. Because, yeah, HBO, for the quality of their shows, uh, content-wise, the quality of the platform, the platform is terrible. Horseshit. Terrible. Which is, it's crazy to me that the highest you can get is 1080 when 4K is, like, such a, a standard. standard thing for TVs to be. And I understand mm-hmm. not everyone has it, but, like, for us that do, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um. There was one more thing I wanted to bring up about HBO. We're in an interesting place that I love seeing where it's like we're getting to a point where, yes, there's a million different streaming platforms. They are consolidating, though, and there's going to be a new big three when it comes to this. And it's crazy to see these companies have to buy back the rights to their Their content. content, Yeah, Yeah, they've already licensed. Millions, billions of dollars are being thrown around to gain back exclusive rights to your own shit to be able to stream, to be able to say it's going to be here forever. There's a story that I didn't include that was like Disney Plus is going to be running um, ads on like the channels that they own Mm -hmm. or Disney channels for stars stars, so that they can get the rights back to from – one of the Star Wars, The uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. I think? Yeah. Well, and, for the Star Wars movies and also a couple MCU things going right. on. And it it's smart tactics. Yeah. These things no, are absolutely, yeah. We'd rather it all in one place. Consolidate that. And on top of that, like, they pulled some deal to get Endgame day one. Uh, that's another new story that happened in the last couple of days. Like, Endgame, it was announced to be December 12th. They're like, nah, fuck it. Early we did what we have yeah. to do day one. Yeah, that's cool. So, I think that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. Um one thing that I had seen stories earlier that I haven't brought up is, like, HBO and Netflix are, like, pioneering the, like, the stopping the shared account stuff. So what if HBO Max comes out and you can't share the account? Mm-hmm. They've blocked it off. So it's, like, geolocation. Like, oh, no, the main account was created here. You can't IP use it somewhere else. Or yeah, something. whatever it is. Do you think you'll subscribe for it? I mean, I think that HBO has proven that if you're a fan of TV, you can't not subscribe to them. Mm. So you will? Yeah. Mm. My family will. You know, like somebody in my household will. Yeah. HBO is the one out of all the streaming services that I watch the least. So yeah. I don't, I, there's some, I don't know what it is about HBO content that like d- hasn't really ever re- resonated with me like super strongly. Like I've definitely picked and chosen mm-hmm. what I've watched. But even going back, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I think, is when, it, like, I never watched The Sopranos, like, even all of that stuff Sex all the way City. back. Sex and the City? Good no. Show. I, the only reason I watched it is because one of my older roommates had it on DVD. Got it. But I don't, it's, 
I don't know. I don't think that'll be my pull. And I, with all the other stuff that's going to be available on Disney Plus, I feel like that's going to keep me busy for a while. Yeah. So it could be one of those things like in year in a few years when like they get all their shit kind of in a line, and it, then maybe I'll do it. But mm. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like HBO has been one of the like services that I've been using the most recently, and like maybe four of the shows that I talked about today are all on HBO. Interesting stuff. Yeah. I don't know if they have my subscription yet. But man, don't they if, already? Yeah, but they don't because I don't pay anything. I just use like you know, my mother-in-law's HBO Go account. Mm-hmm. And that works great. But like, if that's not gonna work, am I? Like, if there is some sort of family plan where you can do there will be four that, people that like, aren't they, in the same location, they can't compete with Disney Plus and Netflix not having those options. Mm-hmm. They just simply can't. Mm. That's why the, like, it's important for Netflix to be pushing these things forward. And sure, the Netflix account or Netflix. Uh, Subscription model that yeah. has the HDR and has the most ability to also share has four is the most expensive, right? Like, what's the price of that? Isn't it close to? I think it's fifteen ninety nine. I have it written down somewhere. Hold on. Whatever it is, it's like it's worth it. Like, you can be very strategic of working with friends to get all the content you need for sixteen. Not oh much yeah, money. this this standard plan is thirteen. Goes nine thirteen. The sixteen gets you, I think, four different. Four, people yeah, can watch it yeah. at the same time. And I think I, right as of right now, I'm only using four, uh, three of those sub-accounts. Oh. And two of those are actually in my household, where like, the third one is like, my family mm-hmm. logged into that. Huh? All right, now it's time for some trailer talk. Talk about some trailers. This first one, Color Out of Space. Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage, he's back Nicolas and Cage. he's freaking out from a color pink, but it's not the color pink. But he's it's never not seen Mandy, a color like this one. before. Yeah. What the fuck is this? All right, it looks kind of cool. It looks kind of cool, right? Yeah. It looks cool in the same way that Mandy looked cool. A movie that I didn't watch. Did you watch Mandy? No. Yeah, but it looked cool. It looked really yeah. Cool. Um, I think I want to check this one out. Yeah, it it's has not like weird space horror stuff. Totally, very into it. Plus the daughter. Is was the best friend into all the boys I've loved before. Exactly. So I was very happy to see her. Yeah. Madeline's be returning in the sequel. I was like, where do I know her from? And yeah. then I did some googling. I'm like, oh, that's why, Joe. That's why. <laughs> um, are you guys gonna check this out? Yeah. No. Nah. So we. This looks extremely cool. my yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sci-fi horror stuff. Yeah. I'm all in. Exactly. Yeah. I I like seeing uh Nicholas Cage. Not Jack Nicholson. I keep this yeah. for whatever reason. Those are names I mix up way too often. Yeah. I like seeing him go fucking full blown crazy, and I feel did like we're gonna get. Did you ever see that all... mom and dad movie he did with Selma Blair? No, I did not. But I heard you good should, things. If you like crazy, like wild Jack, or no, now you have me doing it. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage, uh, you should watch it. I liked it way more than I thought I was going to. I think it's just called Mom and Dad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I, I saw this movie and I was like, this looks outrageous and crazy and like it's gonna go a thousand percent. There's gonna be these pink flowers everywhere. Like I want to see where this goes. So I thought this was a fun trailer. Plus Next, it's Blumhouse, who like oh is I it? like oh I didn't even for notice that stuff. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, next trailer we're gonna talk about is The Witcher. It's a Witcher trailer out. Yeah, it looks great. I'm not interested in it at all, but I think that this is another example of. How are we in a place? No, it's Netflix. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I love it. Let's push the quality forward. Like, this looks like something that people can really get behind, and it looks good. The quality looks good. I don't know about the acting. Like, a bunch of scenes with uh, what's his face? Henry Cavill. I was just like, I don't know if I like him. Historically, I thought he was fine. Like, mission. Like, in most of the movies that I've seen him in, 
like we don't see a lot of acting in Superman. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's just kind of like mm, the whole time <laughs> floating and shit. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what was the Mission Impossible again? He's more of a goon than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I just the shots that they like chose to focus on in this trailer where he was talking. I was like I don't know if I buy this. The world seems cool. Did you ever play the game? No, never. But this is based off the books, right? It is, which yeah. like so is the game. So there's gonna be a lot of similarities. Gonna yeah. be differences, but I think it's a wise call for them to in the trailer be like based on the book series. It's yeah. gonna get a lot of people interested that are, you know, still fiending for some Game of Thrones type stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that I think were open to that type of content that sure. yeah. wouldn't have been before, and it being on Netflix is I think a big win for them. When it comes to Netflix, do you think you're gonna watch it? Not a chance. Oh, not yeah, a chance. No, no, I don't like this type of stuff. Mm. sure. But you liked Game of Thrones. I liked Game of Thrones in spite of itself. Like, it it was hard for me to get hooked into that. I just don't see this speaking to me that way. Hmm. Interesting. No. Do you think this is something you'd give a shot? The high fantasy stuff is yeah. not my shit either. Uh, so probably, I, I can't imagine that I would. Yeah. Uh, I really liked Witcher 3. I haven't watched this trailer yet, but... Uh, oh, you haven't watched the trailer? Yeah, uh, people <clears throat> who have also liked the Witcher games seem to be into it, so... Yeah, people I, are I, stoked. Yeah, I, w- I want to give it a shot. Uh, yeah, I'm the same with you with Henry Cavill, where it's just like, I don't think I've really seen him in enough to really gauge, like, if he's going to be fit for this character specifically. Yeah. Uh, but I'm interested. Like, I'll give it a shot. Which I think I'll also give it a shot. From what I... Because I played probably, like, 10 hours of The Witcher 3. Mm. Uh, Gerald isn't like particular like he's yeah. got, but he 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 isn't very like emotional, but he's still got this kind of like swagger about him that I think needs to be like pulled off in a certain way. Yeah, um, I think he can pull it off. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think this is. I think I'm, this is definitely within his range of acting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see like what how this is going to be, but like I I don't know yet if it's something they can like I like fantasy enough. Not Lord of the Rings that much. <laughs> but I love Lord of the Rings games. Love them. Um, but, like, this seems more action-packed. And I, I definitely think that this can get me into this series. I also think it's funny that they did manage to fit in the shot of him in the bathtub, which is, like, the yeah. gift that everyone uses from the game. And I think yeah, people appreciate cool. it. Again, I have a like, wa- I've service. seen the picture of it. But we haven't seen him take his feet out of the bath. We need to see those Geralt feet. You know what I'm saying? What's up with the Geralt feet? It's just a shot from the game. Toes. <laughs> <laughs> on one foot yeah <laughs> alright let's move on to our next trailer Little Joe Little Joe a movie based on my uh, second least favorite Disney World ride where they teach you about plants um, I don't like this Kevin I don't, uh, I don't know why you asked me to watch this trailer I really this is like some Black this. Mirror shit yeah. that I like yeah, it, it looks like a Black Mirror episode but I'm like but it's a movie though I don't know man yeah. I I mean, it's more sci-fi horror stuff that right. I'm into. There was a tone, I feel like, this week. Yeah. With trailers are a lot of the sci-fi horror. Um, yeah, this trailer was so uneasy. And, like, I, it, did, it did such a good job of, like, putting the focus on this little plant that's moving and, like, growing. And, like, it, when it put out that little dust that the, the people mm-hmm. breathe in, it's like, man, this movie looks like it's going to be fucked up and I'm super in. Uh, I like that it... Where... What... Because it's not Scandinavian. Did you just type the happening in? Because that's what it... <laughs> it's like, none Holy of this is a great... Yeah. Oh, man. How, How cool would that be? How could you make me less interested in I know. This? But I was like, trying to remember because I've only seen it once. explains it all. Oh, my God. We were trying to make happiness. The greatest happiness. twist Isn't of all. Is it M. Night Shyamalan it's, or we, is that the next one? We, we, that's the next one. Okay. We find out that M. Night Shyamalan uh, directed this. 
That like, but under a different name. That'd be that really, would be really a fucking cool. meta twist. And then all of a sudden, you guys, you're you're right. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I was just like, this is. It gives me that vibes, but like more Black Mirror and a little less Wahlberg. God, thank God, less Wahlberg. Um, Not enough John, John Leguizamo though. You know what I mean? It's true. You have more Call of himself with a lawnmower. Why oh, didn't he stab himself with a, a sewing, uh, sewing needle? Someone killed himself with a lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I like that it's it's just eerie and creepy and yeah, the I like whole all that time. stuff. It makes so, you feel uncomfortable. Is that why you don't like you don't like well you like horror? No, stuff. I do. I I just th- this seems like the type of thing that's gonna like introduce a bunch of cool stuff and then not know how to finish. And, yeah, like, just be like, all right. That's always the, the the risk you run with horror movies and especially like sci-fi horror things where I'm like, well, this is my like, nah. It's because mm. there's not like. Every like rule set for the movies are like very vague and not really established. So I they like don't know how to sets. play within them. That that's the yeah. thing is I really when it comes to movies, any type of movie, I like them setting up clear rules and then working with those rules. And if you break those rules, I want it to to have a reason of why that happened. And I feel like way too often those simple simple guidelines aren't followed. Yeah. Totally. Race culture, right? I don't even know what that means. Was referencing like whenever something would break the rules in, in Fast and the Furious, we'd be like, in race culture, Tommy <laughs> <laughs> was not going there. Similar with things <laughs> like break the rules in Harry Potter, and it's just like, it's magic. All right, oh, let's move man. on to our next trailer. I am really excited about L- uh, Little Joe. Actually, one more thing I want to say it yeah. was the colors and like how vivid, like the, the red hues and stuff. Yeah, we, we would with the contrast. Yeah, yeah, I thought it looked really cool, especially in that sterile white room that they were in. Mm-hmm. Really interesting, and I want to see this. Do I have a ride for you, Kevin? <laughs> Disney World. Forget the name of it. I think it's called Life. And you just it, like you ride through, and they're just like a Disney World or Land World. Okay, it's, a, it's in, it's yeah. in a Epcot. They're like, you got some plants over there, get some carrots over there. It's like, all right, this <laughs> science is, class. Yeah, that's my kind of life. Uh, the next trailer we're talking about is Servant. This looks real interesting. This one got me. Uh, I really want to watch this Yeah, this, this one's one. creepy as all fuck. I so this think... one is M. Night Shyamalan. This one is, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Which makes me wow, I'm both like super more excited and yeah. a little and bit no, yeah. apprehensive. I'm, I'm in. Like, I, was, I was in already watching this trailer knowing that. I'm super in. Because like that's the factor I need. I think they showed a little too much. Just a little. Uh, at the, towards the very end of this trailer. Um, I but mean, you I, can be specific. What, what was it? That, well, I'm not being vague. Just like, I feel like towards the end, like the, seeing the girl kind of, they, they went too deep into the girl being creepy and weird. And I think that like that's something that I'd rather have just seen happen in the movie. Um, but the premise of it, it's very interesting. There's a, so there's kind of like the creepy. boy, but weirder. Yeah. There's a, a, a mom and dad who had a kid and the kid died and the mom gets a doll that looks like the kid, very lifelike doll. Creepy as fuck. But, like, what I liked about the trailer is 15 seconds in, I was like, that's a fucking doll. Why are they using a doll? And later... I honestly real- didn't realize it until he picked the oh. doll up out of the crib. I thought that it looked weird. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, then the dad, like, picks up the, the doll and by I was its like, legs. And it's like, weird. oh, fuck, he's about to kill this kid. And it's like, yeah. oh, no, it's, it's a doll. And the mom is so upset about the, the, the death loss. of the child that she hires a servant to come... Not a servant. A nanny. <laughs> the movie's called The Servant, yes. though, right? Hires a nanny uh, to, to help out, like, to take care of the kid. And that's, like, that premise alone was fucking creepy because yeah. she's like burping the kid, walking the kid, like all this stuff. And it's like, oh my People God. People are also mentioning, this is for Apple TV. This isn't a movie. Is this a series? 
Uh, it's a TV series for Apple, which oh. makes me way oh. less interested. Way less interested. That's a bummer. Bro. I saw the Apple sure TV logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought mean, it was yeah. a movie still. Man. Yeah, because I don't want to see this extended over six hours. No. And that is the most they should extend this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want ten or eight hours of this. Oh, shit. It's Rupert Grint? Yeah, he's... That's pretty cool. He's, he's like a son? A side character? It seems... There was some line in there that made me friend. seem like it was, he was... It was the friend, right? I don't know. Yeah, uh, the, uh, it's a series, and the first episode is directed by M. Night Shyamalan. God damn it. Boom. Well, yeah. Damn, that that's a bummer, because it seemed like it was going to be a cool movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, I'm ready to move on to our last trailer, one that last uh, last the minute half edition. Half hour thriller series, interesting. Half half right, we'll hour. see, we'll see. No, I still I don't want four or five hours of this. True. And like, notice the number keeps getting smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I am bummed that it's not a movie. Yeah. Also, Apple TV coming out with some interesting, interesting things. stuff. Are we gonna know. ever watch those things? I tried watching the morning show. What'd you think? I didn't like it. I stopped in okay. within the first episode. I was like, I'm Interesting. out. Was Gia watching it with you? Mm-mm. Damn. I was just interested in it. I'm sure she'd be too. Yeah. But I have. A, I would assume. I would. I would assume that my Apple TV interest will be peaked enough at some point to do the CBS All Access thing of like, I'm gonna sign up for a month and watch all this I mean, shit and then cancel oh, it. Oh, I guess you don't. Hmm? I have it for free. No. Oh. I got my phone. Apple phone. We might have to figure that out later. Uh, then the last trailer that I, I added in last minute is The Invisible Man. This looked fucking cool, man. Showed way too much in the last 30 I seconds. I feel like it showed I wish whole... we shouldn't have seen any action. Yep. Yeah. I li- Watching the, this trailer from the beginning, I was like, all right, there's this girl and uh, her husband, boyfriend, I'm not sure, some guy in her life is like trying. Husband, because they like, were getting divorced. Is, is, is coming after her very uh, physically. Like trying to attack her, yeah, and literally she gets away breaking from the him. car, the window of the car that she gets in. It's revealed that he uh, has died, slit his own wrists, and that uh, in his will or whatever he says, "I want to give her five million dollars if she can be uh, diagnosed as not insane." And then what he goes out of his but way. Like, to but prove but here's that the she... thing: it's like when they introduced that, I was like. That's fucking weird, and like, what th- this seems convoluted, and like, what's I, the point I of wish saying this? It had cut there, and then I also wish we had seen. It was vague whether or not he was alive. Not here's a floating phone taking a picture. Here's some like people getting beaten up by an invisible person. Yeah, but the movie is the Invisible Man. You but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I just think I disagree be, with you entirely because uh, I just think it'd be really cool if you go to a movie called The Invisible Man and you're not 100 percent sure if he's invisible or she's fucking crazy. And I think that, like, that would have been a much cooler reveal to be like, oh, she isn't fucking crazy. There is, in fact, an invisible man who turned himself invisible. I, I don't know. I don't think you can make that. Like, I get where you're going with that, yeah. and that could be cool. I feel like that is that is Black Mirror episode stuff where it's like that I feel needs to be less than a, a movie length. And that, that's, that's not I something. Know, I don't know. I feel like that is really setting itself up to be disappointing in the end where it either is or isn't. You know what I mean? I feel like either of those aren't that satisfying. I, I don't think this is going to be a good movie. Going and back to what I was saying, though, is I liked that they set this trailer up where it's like, fuck, there's this premise of she's getting to get this money if she is diagnosed as not insane. It's like, why would she be insane? Yeah. And then the trailer keeps going. It's like, oh, because this guy isn't fucking dead. He's invisible and fucking with her and making her go crazy. But then why That's give her cool the, as hell. Why give her yeah. the money to begin with? Why not just not give her the money? Like, oh, you didn't get shit. 
You got nothing. Because that's the point of the movie. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't, I like. Seeing her break down as, she, as he's fucking with her and she yeah. doesn't know. Like, she believes he's there, but, like, she's, like, am I fucking going crazy? But I we know really she's cool. not. We know, like, we saw the camera being held up by I get no it, one. but they're doing a good yeah. job from the other perspective of the people around her. That's what I think the, is interesting about the movie is how are they going to prove without just them then seeing, getting attacked or whatever. And that's why I think they're kind but of But, like, yeah, that, that's, we see that that happens. And I, I don't know. When I watched this trailer, I was like, it's a cool premise, but I think that they went way too hard in the trailer and gave us way too much information where it's like, uh, there's no mis. So the movie is her trying to prove it to these people who, like, it's an absurd fucking idea, of course. There's no invisible people. But, like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. This, this trailer didn't get me. Oh, I'm so yeah. done. I'm in. I'm seeing this movie. Yeah. Yeah? This makes me excited Definitely. about the, was it Dark Pictures? Dark Universe. Dark Universe. Like, Mummy, I didn't care about. Give me more Brendan Fraser. That's the only time I won't wear Mummy. This, hmm. This is an interesting twist on The Invisible Man. That's I'm sorry, more you weren't excited by more Tom Cruise? No. Joe, sir. No. no. Brendan Amanda Fraser. Lures. I want a renaissance for Brendan Fraser. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> um, I just can't imagine this being tied into any of the other movies. Yeah, fuck I don't know how they do it. Dark but like, Universe, to me, is just like, it's ah. It's not a real thing. Yeah. I don't like, know. It's them trying to make more money, and it's not going to work, because like, those movies aren't like well-regarded. Like, then anyway, we didn't watch, but I mean, originally it was planned to include Dracula, but then they like fucked that all up and started over again. And they put pictures of like, hey, here is the the new dark universe, and it seems <coughs> like that's already been fucked, right? Like that's not. I I don't think that they're using the dark universe as like a cinematic universe in the way that they all connect and stuff. I think that they've given up. Just they were category. at one point, though. yeah, but I think that they yeah. they're not anymore. They're just gonna make. But then movies. why even use the dark universe name? Who gives? Just a fuck? the Invisible Man. Great. Because I feel like it has that connotation of all those weird monstery people, like things. I mean, they don't use it. Watching this trailer, they don't say it, do they? Uh, I believe the um, the the YouTube name was Dark Universe, The Invisible Man. I didn't copy and paste that there, but hmm. Barry, can you click that link and let me know if it's not use... in the title? It's not in the title. No. All right then. Never mind. Where is it in the it's, it's not in there because it was a late edition. My bad. It doesn't matter. Mm. I'm, I'm not excited for this. <laughs> um, I'm glad to hear you guys. If you guys go see it in the movie theaters, I'll definitely go. But not, You're not going to go. I'm not going to push super hard for this one. All right. Uh, now it is time for Out Now on streaming platforms. The Netflix has End of the Fucking World Season 2, which I didn't love. It also has The King. Netflix. Oh, it's Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. The movie is I'm super interested. haven't gotten a chance to see yet. It's on my list for this weekend. We'll see if it's good. Uh, Amazon Prime has Overlord. Oh, yeah, that was the rumored Cloverfield tie-in. Not it was Clover supposed Field to be, tie-in. and then they mm. like were like mm, people didn't like the tie-in. It's like World War Two, yeah, war. and <laughs> creepy alien Nazi thing. zombies. There we go. Uh, I'll watch it. Hulu has Interview with a Vampire a movie. I can't stress enough is amazing. What a random addition. Uh, they didn't have much on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out in movie theaters near you we have Doctor Sleep a movie I'm highly recommending Last Christmas a movie I'm not recommending mm-hmm. Midway a movie I couldn't be bothered to see which one's Midway? it's another war movie oh yeah it seems like there's a lot of those right now mm-hmm. yeah. 1917 19, 19, yeah 1917 coming out in like two months Playing With Fire a movie that looks terrible Honey Boy a movie I oh, can't wait to watch that's the Trial of Playing Bob. with Fire. Is Playing with Fire is right the really shitty. What's his name? John yeah. Cena movie. Yeah, 
Oh, oh God. That looks real That bad. seems like a movie I'm going to watch on Netflix and, like, not enjoy. Also, I'm not convinced. Like, I cannot find any screen times for Honey Boy. At all? No, nothing. No Kabuki? No. Oh, and that's, like, the theater that that would be playing. Right, right, right. So, like, I don't know if it's, like, a full release right now. That's or... what the, it said, full release. <sighs> this is really upsetting. I really want to see this movie. I want to see it, too. I agree. Uh, apparently, Marriage Story is coming out in theaters. Limited release. Yeah, that makes really sense because that. a lot of people are really hyped around it. I, I imagine they want to try to get some Oscar nom stuff, right? It does look like considered it's considered for, for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that and the Irishman are kind of doing the same thing. Right. right. right, right. Uh, Primal is also out this week. Anybody know what Primal is? Primal. Hold on. Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, Nicolas Cage is like uh, hunts wild animals and like catches them. And they get on a play, uh, on a boat and then they get like robbed by pirates, I think. And... They let out all the wild animals. It's a really weird-looking thing. A, a trailer that I may or may not have included in, in one of these week's trailer talks, but it looks <laughs> crazy. All right. Yeah. Um, and then Claws. What's that? Mm, it's an animated Santa Claus movie. Huh. I feel like I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah, you're definitely going to pass. I'm just putting it out there because... Big Game Hunter for Zoos has booked passage on a Greek shipping freighter. With new animals. That's primal. Mm -hmm, Sounds mm -hmm. like some sort of murder thing. Yeah. He's trying to catch his, like, snow leopard or something. It's Noah's Ark meets PUBG. Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so last week I asked you about Thanksgiving movies that you liked. Didn't get too many responses. Because there's only, like, (laughs) one or two. Well, I wanted to see what they were. Uh, Sean I says, Thanksgiving movies, plane, trains, and automobiles. That's the only one I can think of besides Mm. until he said Charlie Brown. Mm. And the movie Dutch. I tried I to look into the movie that. Dutch. Couldn't figure Dutch. it out. <laughs> Is that the one with the dog? No. Joey <laughs> Google Dutch. It just says Dutch people. <laughs> um, I didn't think about that one. Sometimes I wish Google was a little bit smarter. Yeah. Listen a little listen bit harder. Harder, Google. Uh, okay, Google. Listen Kr- to me. Krajuki says, favorite Thanksgiving movie? The Hunger Games. Starting with Catching Fire, the movies came out right before Thanksgiving. So every year... My sister and I, uh, my sister and brother-in-law, would go to see them on Black Friday. It mm. was fun tradition for a few years. Also, the irony of the title was not lost on us. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. If we count that type of stuff of just tradition, mm-hmm. rat race. Really, that's your Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, technically, it's Curran's birthday movie, but Curran's birthday was always celebrated mm. the day after Thanksgiving. If we're doing tradition, mm-hmm. we always watch Jurassic Park oh. Thanksgiving weekend. That sounds like a fun one. Mm-hmm. I like to traumatize my younger cousins. Hell yeah. Fuck them. For next week's bronze topic, are you interested in getting HBO Max? Let me know if you are. What are you most excited about? Do you already have HBO Go or HBO Now? Or just HBO on cable? Can I throw an audible? Maybe. Let me hear it. Do you want to know what people have watched on Disney Plus and what they think since it'll be out next week? Ooh. Let's do a mixed bag. Also, Yeah. And I'll choose... Depending on how the reactions are to either one. Yeah. Yeah, Disney Plus. What are you thinking? What did you watch? Of the new stuff, what did you mm-hmm. like? Do you regret getting that three-year subscription? We'll find out next week. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, my name is, or you can follow me on social media at Kind of Funny Kevin. You can follow Joey at Joey Noel. And you can follow Tim at Tim Geddes. Dutch's uh, composer was Alan Silvestri, the same person that did Avengers Infinity War. Uh, who and also Endgame. did well, all Avengers. Father of the Bride. 
Great movie. The Great poster movie. looks like Father of the Bride. Goodbye. <laughs> Go out and watch. Oh, no. All right. Talk to sleep. Go watch Talk to Sleep. <laughs>